Welcome to episode 6 of How to CE5, where over the course of 21 episodes, we are covering 21 basic things for you to do so that you can be a great CE5 ambassador and make contact with ET. I'm Andre Cardoso, and today we'll be talking about gear. And more specifically, I had one major important point that I want to make about gear is that if you're interested in CE5 and in doing this, use whatever gear you have. You don't need to buy anything special. Do not hold off on choosing to go out and practice the CE5 protocols and make contact just because you think you don't have the right gear for it. You do. I'm sure you do. You don't need very much at all in order to make contact. And um, yeah, just don't use gear as a reason not to do CE5. Having extra gear can only add to the experience, but it will not make or break it, and it should not be your reason for not doing it. I'm not going to lie. Having different gadgets out there in the field, you know, especially if you have a big group of people who can handle all the different items, having all those different gadgets can be helpful and fun. But it's not a necessity in order to have a confirmed CE5 and to have an amazing experience. So what do you need? Basically, just the very, very, very basic. Depends on where you are, of course. Depends on your location. But basically what you need is you need to be able to sit outside comfortably. Even, actually, you know what? You just need to be able to sit comfortably. You don't, It doesn't matter if you're inside or outside. You can do CE5 from any location. You don't need to be out under the stars. That's the ideal situation. But you can also do it from indoors if it's pouring rain outside or snowing or that, something like that. You can also do it from inside a car. Um, which I have on multiple occasions. So basically all that you need is a place to sit or, you know, someplace to rest and meditate and comfortable clothing to see you through whatever the duration is that you're going to be doing the protocols together. If your session is going to be going longer, there are some other things you can bring. So just for example, I said you, so the basics are that you need a place to sit and you need appropriate clothing. So a place to sit could be in a car. It could be on a bench somewhere. It could be that you have a camping chair that you want to use and you're going to use it outside sitting in a field somewhere. You could just sit on a blanket. You could just sit right on the grass out in a field. You could sit against a tree. You could lay down somewhere. And all of those places are appropriate places for you to be using the protocols. It's important that you're in a place that's quiet where you're not going to be disturbed. And um, having a seat is one of the basic things. So a lot of people who do CE5 will carry a camping chair but because it will allow them to find a place where, you know, basically establish a place where they can sit, where you can sit comfortably without the danger of falling asleep, which might be more likely if you're laying down right on the ground. Also, it might be more comfortable, especially if there's insects or something that might be on on the grass or on the sand on the beach or that kind of thing. Sitting in a camping chair, that's one item that you might want to really think about getting, especially if you're going to be doing CE5. 
often or if there's if you're at a location where it's just not convenient for you to sit anywhere else appropriate clothing of course you need to if you're you know if it's getting cold outside um i think it's it's best to have layers that you can take on or off depending on the temperature um, sometimes the temperatures can change quite drastically at night where it can get quite cold where otherwise it would be warm during the day. So you need to kind of plan ahead and prepare for that. You can look at forecasts and all of that. You will want to bring rain gear if there's a possibility of rain. And if you're going to be out in the field for a few hours, it makes sense to bring a few more things besides a chair and appropriate clothing, especially if you're in a group. You should be taking breaks while you're out there doing field work. And on those breaks, you might want to have a snack or drink some water. It's important to stay hydrated and having a little snack or some water might be a little bit of a pick-me-up, especially at night. If you're not used to staying up at night, then having a snack can really help keep you awake, you know, if you have a little bit of chocolate or something like that. Also, something to note, if you're going to be out in a remote area with a group, then you should, you know, in a place where you don't have toilet facilities, you might want to bring some toilet paper. And if you do, please bring a small bag of some kind, like a plastic bag to contain it after you use it and clean up after yourself. That's something that uh, could be useful. So just to review the things that we've covered so far, it's just the basics. This is all that you need to do CE5. I've gone out several times on my own with just the clothes on my back and the intention to go out and sit somewhere if you're doing it with a group, it might make sense to bring a chair. But basically, yeah, you need a place to sit. You need appropriate clothing. If you're going out for longer, you'll want some water and some snacks. And possibly, if you don't have access to toilet facilities, you'll need to bring some TP and a plastic bag to clean up after yourself. All right, so beyond the basics, there are a whole bunch of useful items that could be useful, especially if you're in a larger group. Um, with a larger group comes the option for more spread attention. So more people can have their attention focused on different things. Some things that might be useful, especially if you're going to be out with a group for a little bit longer, you'll want a bag to hold and transport your stuff. So something to carry your snacks, something to carry your water, something to carry your extra clothing if you're going to be bringing layers that you can take on and off, depending on how the temperature changes. you want a gear bag, possibly. Also, a small LED light can be really useful as opposed to a bright flashlight. This is because our eyes adjust to the dark as we're out there. When we're doing CE5 normally, we don't have any bright lights because we want our eyes to be able to take in as much radiant light that's going to be out there from the stars and any light that might be coming from ET beings, ET technology, um, any ways that they can manifest. There are lots of different ways they manifest. One of those is light. We want to be able to see that well without having our vision impaired by bright lights on the ground. So having a small LED light, usually red is a color that's the least impactful on our eyesight. So small LED lights, you can find those online, like on eBay, if you search for uh, LED light keychain or something like that, then 
you'll be able to find something that'll, you know, you can just clip it to your belt and provide just the light that's necessary for you to pack up, you know, to unpack and pack up during your field work. Another thing that can be useful is some recordings of tones or guided meditations for, you know, to facilitate the whole contact experience. So you can have that on a smartphone or on a tablet. Uh, there is an app called the ET Contact Tool, and it's available on Apple and Android devices. Be sure to set your device to airplane mode so that it doesn't impact any of the other equipment that might be on site. And that app has guided meditations on it. It also has the tones, the uh, crop circle tones that were recorded in crop circles in the UK. And then there are also some tones available out there that were some tones that were recorded at Mount Shasta in California on a CE5 expedition. The tones can be used to project out into space via radio signal by using a radio transmitter or walkie-talkie. And they're also great just for tuning the consciousness of the group in preparation for signaling out via coherent thought sequencing, as we discussed a couple of episodes back. If you're going to play the tones or a guided meditation in a larger group, it makes sense to use a boombox or a Bluetooth speaker. Okay, really quickly now, there are some other items that you could bring, if possible, when appropriate, and if you have the skills to operate these things. So, one, having a satellite chart is good. You should know how to read one um, if you're going to be using one. You can print out a satellite chart from Heavens Above. Uh, if you just Google Heavens Above satellite chart, you'll be able to find that and, you know, select the date that you're going to be going out and the hours, and you'll be able to have a chart that basically shows what satellites are going to be going by from what direction across the sky. And you'll be able to distinguish what is a satellite from what might be an ET craft or what might be an, you know, normally you can tell what an airplane is, but um, yeah, some satellites go by and if you're not used to seeing them, it's good to be able to recognize them and point out on the satellite chart and be like, oh yeah, that object moving right there, that's just, you know, not flashing red lights like a regular airplane would. Um, that object that's just moving by is a satellite. There are also apps out there. Um, so if you search for a satellite chart app, you'll probably be able to find something that will show you, you'll be able to just point it up at the sky and with a smartphone or a tablet of some kind, you'll be able to see what satellites are going by. Another thing you'll want to bring possibly is a notebook or an audio recorder. And this is for just keeping track of what's happening out in the field. It's good to take notes and to be able to have a catalog of all the things that you'll experience out in the field doing CE5. Also, another thing that is an additional item that you could bring is a camera. Whether you're taking photos or recording video, there are some high-quality cameras out there that can capture things at night. And it's important that you never use flash when you're doing this out in the field because it'll blind people. You know, it'll, you know, impair everybody's vision, the night vision. So having a good photo or video camera with a tripod can be really useful. The Sony A7 cameras are really good. Um, I've seen people use those. Another thing that you might want to bring, which is very simple, is binoculars. Having binoculars can be really useful if you're trying to see 
something that's flying over you, or maybe there's a light off in the distance, you're not sure what it is, and you want to use the binoculars, you can kind of zoom in there and have a look. Another thing that might be useful is having a compass or a star chart for directional orientation. Having a compass is really useful. Actually, it's really important for you to be able to orient yourself in space and be able to communicate with the group about the cardinal directions and where in the sky you're seeing objects. So having a compass can be really useful for that. Another additional item that you might want to get your hands on is anything to assist in meditation. So this could be something like a prayer bowl or chimes, sacred art, rattle or drums. All of these things have an effect on consciousness and you may want to use something like that to help get people in the zone. Another additional item that you could bring is a high quality green laser pointer. You could, they do have them that are blue as well. We use green or blue because they're very easy to see. Um, and this I recommend you only use if you know that you have the right to use it in the area that you're going to be doing field work. This is something that you have to be very careful with. Um, they're not toys. They should be used very sparingly. Um, and I recommend that you only use ha have one member of the group with uh, a pointer at a time. And they should, of course, never be pointed at aircraft, never be pointed at another person. They're very dangerous if they get in somebody's eyes. So, yeah, you can use a laser pointer to signal, but I recommend using it very sparingly if you do have one and only have one in the group at a time. Another thing that is very, f that is more on the expensive end would be to have night vision equipment. Um, of course, these are probably not going to be something that most groups will have, but if you do have the resources for it, having night vision equipment can be really awesome and to look through and to see things that you wouldn't normally see at nighttime. So apart from what I've already mentioned, there are some additional items that you can use for measuring electrical anomalies. And these must be battery powered if you're going to use them. One of the ways that ETs often make contact is by having these anomalous activities come in the form of electromagnetic waves or something like that. So there are a few things that you can use for this. You can use radio wave detectors. So walkie-talkies, this is another use for them. You can use a walkie-talkie of any type and it could pick up on a signal if you're in the right frequency band. This takes experimentation. I do know some people who've used walkie-talkies very successfully to have very anomalous, very interesting um, signals come through that are responsive and intelligent in reaction to what's happening in the group. Another thing that you can have is radar detectors, like we would use in a car to detect speed traps. A radar detector, you can find these online. Um, there are also storm trackers, which are supposed to detect uh, lightning strikes. One that I haven't used personally, but that other people have recommended to me is a Thunderbolt Pro. And another thing that you can use, which is kind of standard for a lot of CE5 folks, is having an electromagnetic detector, such as the Tri-Field EMF meter. And it's good if you have one, if you do get a Tri-Field meter, get one with a sound option. 
so that when a signal is picked up, the device makes a sound and you're aware of it being picked up. And if you're on a smaller budget, the great thing is that you don't even need an EMF detector or a radar detector because built into the ET Contact Tool app is a magnetometer functionality which uses the components and sensors inside your smartphone to pick up the same changes in electromagnetic frequencies as these devices do. Okay, that's a really quick one through of lots of different kind of equipment that you can have, but remember the basics are just having a place where you can sit, having appropriate clothing. If you're gonna be doing a short CE5, or if you're gonna be just trying it out on your own, that's all you need. You don't need all this fancy equipment. You can make contact if you have the clear intention and just a few minutes to sit in silent awareness. Okay, I hope that was really helpful. This, all this equipment that I ran through in this episode, I have it on an equipment list that's on a PDF that you can download right from our website, which is ce5podcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.